Hi and welcome to a new episode of Voice It with Karishma. Today we're in conversation with Mr. Aman Mahunta, co-founder of Aminu. Aminu was conceptualized in June 2019 with the conviction of the founders who had visualized creating a product line that is truly bar-breaking, innovative and hence needed to be taken to the world. Driven by passion and years of expertise, Aminu products are built on the philosophy that everyone should have great skin. Aman Mahunta, who is now the co-founder of Aminu, completed his education from Indian Institute of Technology in Kanpur with a degree in bachelor's and master's of science and economics. After that, he started his professional career with his first stint at Nomura Holdings as an economist and worked closely with the then Dr. Aguram Ranjan, Minister of Finance, Government of India. Let's start the episode now. Hello and welcome to another episode of Voice It with Karishma. Today we have someone who is from a very interesting industry, something that I am very personally interested in. Um, he has very kindly agreed to, you know, share his insights about the brand, talk to us, take us through the journey of how he started along with his co-founder. We have Mr. Aman Mahanta today over here with us. He is the co-founder of. I mean it is a holistic high performance skincare brand we're going to get to know a lot more about the brand and about Mr Aman so firstly Mr Aman thank you so much for being a part of this podcast it's lovely to have you here and we're looking forward to a very insightful conversation with you today uh, thank you a lot Kushbu for having me over uh, the podcast and the feeling is very mutual i'm also excited and looking forward to a very candid and interesting fantastic all right so firstly i really want to know and i'm sure that you know once the listeners have heard the brand they want to know what the word means why you chose the name aminu please elaborate on that so aminu uh, very simply means uh, safe and secure okay. and uh, a deeper meaning of aminu is perfection in the field of science mathematics and arts and wow. when we started about uh, thinking about what uh, ideal skincare should be we realized it has to be uh, exactly that it has to be perfect when it comes to understanding skin science and ingredient science it has to be perfect in terms of the formulation mathematics because the kind of ingredients we are dealing with 0.1% here and there also makes a huge difference and third uh, art because end of the day the visual appeal the sensory also makes a huge difference and that's where the art element comes into play so that's that skin care for us and that's a meaning wow beautiful i actually love the meaning behind it and really like the name also it's very easy you know it's easy to pronounce it's easy, easy to kind of like you know have a recall value also fantastic so what i wanted to know is you know i am somebody who loves all things holistic and which is why you know it's such a big part of my own practice such a big part of the kind of you know work that i do as well what i wanted to know from you was mr aman if you could kind of like tell us you know what your idea behind um you know having a brand which is high performance holistic you know when you say that um you know can you walk us through the journey and can you explain what you mean by you know creating a brand like this absolutely uh, and i'm glad you picked up on that uh... see when we think of skin care the first thing that comes to our mind or our core uh, focus is that skin is an organ and yeah. it is a very important part of our body this is like we use skin care not just for vanity of a beauty you need skin care for healthy skin and to keep any biological organ healthy you need a holistic approach when i say holistic and specifically talking about skin care there are a few basic things that everybody everyone skin needs which is hydration protection uh from oxidative stress 
uh, and uh, some sort of uh, nutrient that it is not getting from the body. So what we've done at Aminu when we think of skincare is uh, make products multifunctional and make sure that even with single product, people are getting a lot of benefits and nutrients in their skin and the skin is being taken care of in a holistic manner. Fab, fantastic. So that sounds that's nice. a, If I can sort of just uh, humor you a little more. For example, you'll see a lot of the, uh, today lot of uh, brands selling just vitamin C serum. Yes. But your skin does not need only vitamin C. It needs vitamin C. It needs hydrating agent, maybe a hyaluronic acid. It needs uh, other things based on what your skin's unique needs are. Your skin and my skin may not need the same nutrients, right? Yes. So you, you need the holistic uh, in, uh, active base in your product. The other thing that has happened is, uh, say, vitamin C again. It becomes a trending ingredient then uh, from a cleanser to a scrub to a cream, serum, everything will have vitamin C. Yes. And the way we try to answer that is, yes, if you have vitamin C deficiency, does not mean you'll eat oranges in breakfast, lunch, dinner, tea and every time, right? You will eat a little more of vitamin C, but you'll eat a lot of other things also. Yes. So yes. we want to take the same approach to skincare that yes, a curative or a preventive product may need a little of little extra of something, but these are some basic things everybody needs. Yes. And that's what holistic skincare is for us. Wow, that sounds really nice. I actually love the ideology behind the fact that, you know, you mentioned something where a product can be much more and it could actually be of use to a lot of more components of the skin Absolutely. rather than just you know, having one use of it. I think I love that aspect. Um, you know, I want to ask you, I did have a look at the website. And, um, you know, one of the things that I really liked is that you all have so many different products which cater to so many different needs. Please elaborate right. on that. I would love to know how you kind of manage to, you know, create so many different products separate for the skin, separate for the body. And, you know, how does it work behind the scenes? Is it really hectic to be managing so many SKUs or, you know, please, please share this. Yeah, like to answer the last part, yes, it is hectic, but at the same time, it's very satisfying when we hear customers come back to us and say that our products really uh, help, their, uh, help them improve their skin health. Yeah. Uh, answering your question on uh, why such a large product portfolio and what was the thought behind it. Uh, when we uh, started working on Aminu, we wanted to sort of establish a, a product line which had solution for everybody. Like I said, we are not here selling a vitamin C or a hyaluronic acid. Yes. What we want to do is promote and help everybody get healthy skin. Yes. Now, like I said, your skin's need might be different from mine and from everybody else's. So the reason we have such a large uh, product portfolio is because we want to uh, address everybody's skin and concerns. And yes. we don't want to be in a situation where every anyone approaches us and we have to say, no, sorry, we don't have a product for you. Yes. So that is the reason we started off with such a large portfolio. And the other idea there is that we will keep uh, innovating on a continuous basis. Yes. For example, you see a few products that may get replaced by better versions of themselves in the coming months. So that, like I said, we have a solution for everybody depending on their skin need and yeah. concern, not based on what is trending. Absolutely. I actually honestly feel like you kind of, um, you know, um, nailed a very important thing, which I personally tell a lot of my clients, you know, um, I have this thing where, you know, you know, these fads that come out, right? So just like diet fads, we also have these skincare fads, you know, every, every two years, there will be some kind of a product and everybody will be like so obsessed with it and they're like oh I have to try this oh I have to do this right but 
um, you know, Aman, please tell me what you think that um, when we, um, you spoke about a holistic skincare, you spoke about the fact where, you know, um, you spend a lot of time, you know, and you and your team, you're all spend a lot of time to be doing this kind of R&D research about, you know, what is it that actually people need, how the products are made. I actually kind of figured out that your products are uh, a very large component of the product is natural. Yeah. All, the, all the all the ingredients that come in, they're all from natural sources and there's very, very, very minimum use of anything which is not really meant to be on our skin. And I personally propagate this a lot because I feel like anything artificial or anything which is processed too much is not supposed to be on our plate, on our skin, in our environment. So please tell us about, you know, um, how difficult is it to do all this research? How difficult is it to then kind of, you know, apply it on your products and what is the consumer response like please tell us about that so uh, it is i will say not easy but uh, it is very satisfying because of the kind of response we're getting from customers uh, the approach we have taken is uh, like i said uh, we are not a trend driven uh, skincare uh, product line uh, our starting point is what is the uh, skin biology and if there is some concern in a skin, like say pigmentation, aging, acne, what is the science behind it? Why is that happening in the skin? And now to fix that, what are the kind of uh, uh, specialty ingredients or botanicals or actives that are there in the market or across the world? We're not only limiting ourselves to India. In fact, we uh, get our uh, ingredients from 41 countries. Fantastic. So after that, then the approach is, okay, now we have a solution which is good for the skin. Also, let's make sure that it does not have any collateral damage on your skin or on the environment. Yes. And then the third stage becomes is, okay, now let's also give people a sensory which they will uh, enjoy having. So yes. we don't want to put in a situation where you're like, oh my God, I have an acne, but I have to use this product which I don't like, but I'm using it just for acne. So let's make skincare uh, serious, but at the same time fun while using it. So that's the approach we've taken. And yes, uh, operationally, I would have preferred as a co-founder that there were a lot more specialty ingredients that were being researched and made in India. But yes. unfortunately, uh, most of that research right now happens in either Europe, Australia, North America, or uh, Southeast Asia. Yeah. Uh, North Asia, so not Southeast Asia. Yeah. So that's what it is. In terms of uh, your point on natural, uh, what we realized when we entered this industry was there is a lot of miscommunication and uh, maybe greenwashing on what natural is. You'll yes. find a lot of brands in the market which are 95% synthetic or at least a huge part of it is synthetic and will only add uh, one active which is natural and say that, oh, we are also natural. They will make the bottle green, label green and things like that. What we thought was, okay, let's take a totally different approach to this. We put the exact percentage of the natural content in our product on each package. That's fantastic. Which then ranges from 92% to 100%. So if a product is only 92%, we are very transparent and honest about it. Yes, this product is only 92% natural. There are some products which are 100% natural. So like at least then as a user, you can make a more informed decision whether this is the right product for you or not. So yes. I think transparency is something uh, that we want to uh, focus on a lot and keep driving it as much as we can. I, I think the transparency aspect is where I feel like it creates such a big impact on the consumer. Because in today's day and time, there's an overwhelm of everything. 
you know, um, in especially in an industry where we're talking about um, needs for personal branded product, you know, personal usage products. I feel like there is so much of overwhelm and there's this thing where every brand comes up with your own marketing techniques of, you know, kind of putting out a thing where, oh, this is my USP. So I feel like, you know, if any brand is coming out with transparency, I think it's fantastic to do that. And then, you know, the consumer has a little bit more power to understand mm. what I am putting onto myself and how is it going to be beneficial for me? Should I actually invest in something like this or not? So congratulations on that. I feel going forward. Um, I hope you can remain as transparent as possible and the consumers can benefit from this. No, no, that's the idea. It's, it's a, I would say it's a long journey ahead, but uh, we are ready for it. Yes, 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 absolutely. You mentioned long journey. So that brings me to my question of, um, you know, uh, Aminu uh, is, uh, is, is almost like your child now. It's been this, you know, whole passion project for you and everything. It's a new brand relatively, right? And, you know, you've done so much of great work with it already. I want to know that, you know, did you as an entrepreneur face any kind of, you know, hindrances, you know, any kind of, you know, um, issues when you were trying to kind of create the brand, promote it, even from the perspective of creating products for different things, you know, because as I said, your SKU is huge. So please guide us through this thing where, you know, so many young entrepreneurs want to know that when we're starting new brands, when we're starting something which is like a passion and people are still going to need education about it. Please tell us what, what your journey was like and what people can learn from it. Uh, maybe a long answer to that and uh, I'll keep touching on different aspects. Sure, so sure. when you started Aminu, uh, what we saw around was everybody was thinking of not only skincare but personal care from a perspective that, okay, this is trending, this, is, this can sell, let me start on this, maybe uh, come up with a new marketing concept or communication concept. And then rest everything uh, when it comes to product packaging can be outsourced and sort of taken care yeah. of. Today it has become so easy that sitting in my uh, living room, I can come up with a skincare brand without even stepping out of house. Yes. So we realize that uh, you, you see a lot of innovation happening in so-called technology areas today. Yeah. Uh, in form of like these uh, cab aggregators, what you can call Uber, Ola and Zomato, so many other things. What we said was there is a need of setting up at least a benchmark that uh, even personal care, starting with skincare can also be highly innovation driven. Yes. So the approach we took was that we will be a product first company. Yes. Let's, let's sort of be very clear about what we uh, want to be. And then we figure out, okay, how do we take it to the uh, end user? Because at our heart, we believe that if you're doing the right thing and the right way, there is an audience for it. Absolutely. So we did not sort of, or to be honest with you, read through too many market research reports or sort of uh, things like that. We felt that, yes, globally, you see a lot of high-performing clean beauty brands that are doing so well. Then why not India? And when you talk to your friends or sort of their friends or friends and so on, you see a lot of them going abroad and bringing that skincare and using them in India. Yes. So that was sort of our, our only market research that we did. And we decided, okay, let's we'll start from skin as the first point, then uh, work our way upwards and decide, okay, what the product will look, feel, and uh, be priced at. So yes. I think the biggest lesson I individually have learned from this is persistence is very important. Yes. To give you an example, what we sold uh, in our first month, uh, we sold that uh, in one day uh, this month. So within just a matter of a year, 
the growth has been stepped off that fast. Yes. And I think as humans, we are not so much tuned to that uh, exponential growth. But if you do the right things, I think those things happen. Yes. <laughs> so uh, persistence, not losing focus. Uh, I think one other lesson I can share is that at times when, like not every day things will go your way, especially as an entrepreneur. But you, you, you can't lose focus of where you started with. Yes. Otherwise, you'll keep changing, keep pivoting, and then you'll be like just another me to brand. Correct. Be it personal care, be it anywhere else. So you have to like sort of, uh, what should I say, sometimes dig your heels and sort of uh, stand your ground. Yes. Uh, no, this is what I wanted to do. This is what I will do. Yes. People will take time listening to uh, what you have to say. Maybe first time they'll not even pay attention. But yes. if you're sure and you're backed by research, then they will come back. Yes. That's, that's what our learning has been. So persistence in one word is the key, the most important learning for me. Uh, I am, I'm 2000% for what you just said right now, because personally for me also, you know, in the growth journey, in the learning journey, I also have been very, very particular about the whole idea of persistence. And you know, one of the things that you said, and I want to point it out because it's so important, especially for young people starting out, you know, I have so many young people who, um, you know, uh, come to me and, you know, they, they ask me questions about the entire process of how they should be starting out, what they should be doing, right? So one of the things which I kind of notice is in this, in this, in this environment, which is so dominated by ever-changing trends, ever-changing demand and supply flow, right? And, you know, an uncertainty in the form of environmental hazards, right? We've all gone through it now and we're all aware that it could happen to us at any point of time, right? So you know, I, I understood this thing where if you are somebody who is very adamant on what you believe in, if you continue doing that, no matter what the adversities are, flexibility, adaptability, along with persistence in the first idea that you started out with, right? If you're very, very sure of it, it kind of leads you to success. It leads you as, and you know, you, you, you rightly pointed out like exponential. True, true, exactly. Very exactly. important. So, so I, I love the fact that you mentioned this, you know, that you said um, you the first day says, thank you for being so transparent again. I love this whole transparency thing happening with Aminu. Thank you so much. But um, I feel like, you know, you mentioned that your first day sale was something that you now make in, you know, um, it's, 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 it's way higher now, yes, right? Yes, yes, and people need to understand this. More and more young people need to understand that the business, entrepreneurship, work does not work like an Instagram reel. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. it doesn't work like that, right? We have to be able to sustain that kind of work, quality, R&D, every single thing that you said, to be able to finally, over a cumulative process, get our results. True, true, true. No, 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 absolutely. And just to sort of re-emphasize what you said and I had uh, missed in my uh, first answer was uh, being flexible at the same time. So just to sort of share it from our example, we've been very adamant that we will not compromise on the ingredient quality, on the concentration of ingredient and on yes. our formulas. But the feedback we got from some of our users are that, hey, you're a new brand. We like what you're doing, but uh, say the bigger pack size is a little too expensive yeah. for us. So can you do something about that? So we learned from that and then brought out a smaller pack size. Yes. So like, like you said uh, very correctly that you have to be flexible in the way you get there, yes. but you have to be adamant about where you want to get to. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for reinstating that. I feel like it's a very, <laughs> you know, and, and Aman, you know, lastly, 
it's been it's been a wonderful conversation i feel like you know there has been bits and pieces which so many people can kind of like take back and make a very informed decision now i feel like that's that's the motive of doing this right um i just wanted to ask you you know lastly that um running a brand doing um doing every single activity behind it from conception to actually watching it grow has its yeah. own perks and it has its own cons okay so you know just as a life lesson you did mention persistence and you did mention flexibility from a work environment perspective right but you know yeah. with the kind of experience you have i just wanted to know that if there was one single life message that you would like to give to young entrepreneurs you know young listeners everybody who has a little bit of passion and they're waiting to kind of like you know um hone it a little bit more further if there was one life lesson that you could share it would be fantastic for us on a closing note no definitely uh, and uh, this is specifically for people who are say at the verge of uh, doing something of their own or have just started out yes uh, two things one uh, originality is very important uh, yes. like what i can share is sort of an, an unsolicited advice if you may call it so is uh, don't don't copy ideas that others are doing because if you can copy 100 other people will copy it so be original uh, and yes uh, when you do original things it takes time and uh, like i said don't worry about uh, figuring out everything on day one one step at a time is uh, what sort of is the right approach especially when it comes to entrepreneurship and i just remember one lesson i learned from one of my mentors in my previous professional life is every problem might seem like seem like a huge a very big problem yes. and the way to solve those is solve every problem into smaller problems and then solve them one by one and you would have solved the bigger problem absolutely so, right that's the message i can share thank you that was uh, it wasn't unsolicited it was actually very very needed thank you so much for that i My feel like with every single thing that you mentioned you know it could be the way that we look at our mental health it could be the way that we look at our skin care it could be the way that we look at you know our our overall holistic care for our health you know every single thing needs baby steps every yeah. single need every single thing needs a little bit of breakdown yeah. so that the overwhelm is not so much i also want to mention on this note that i actually really like your packaging you. i feel like in the world of overwhelm you know the way that you said you spoke about transparency you spoke about authenticity um you spoke about breaking things down into a simple format i feel like your packaging kind of resonates that you. you know so many brands do so much of you know fancy in there like out there on your face kind of packaging and yours is just simple it's like real and i feel like that's the way to go forward you know the more real we are the more authentic the more transparent we are and we come with a plethora of experience knowledge quality true success true. is just a matter of a few years true. i think absolutely absolutely and like uh, like you said and just sort of adding to that uh, think of entrepreneurship as a marathon not as a 100 meter sprint so yes. don't try i see and um, not trying to act old or sound old but i see a lot of these 20 year olds thinking that i'll start a company and sell it off in a year and just yes. i i think uh, what we need to have is a much bigger vision spread over years so yes. 
continue doing what you are doing. Oh, thank you, thank you for that because I feel like that, that is true because it becomes a trend then, right? I mean, you know, we're doing, we're looking at the Western market and we only listen to big cases, right? We never listen to, you know, these unique things that so many other brands are doing in a very nice way and they're doing it over years and still like retaining their quality and they're also getting their success rate. So we never listen to those things, but we do listen to the big people and then they sell out and that influences people. So I feel like it's very important for people to come out and really talk about the, the actual scene, the actual behind the scenes stuff that happens with every company. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. I mean, it's been fantastic having you over here. Um, we've got to, we've got a lot of, you know, good advice from you. Um, we've got a lot of insight about the brand. Um, I hope all the, all the people who are listening, they can, you know, experience the brand. They can experience the products. Um, if they resonate with what, with, with the kind of philosophy that you just spoke about with your brand vision. Right. And, um, I personally feel like wishing Aminu and you a lot more power, a lot more success, um, a lot more authentic, authenticity with you know moving ahead with all the different products that you will do um, it's been a lovely conversation and it's been fantastic having you over on voice it same 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 here uh, uh, i i uh, i also had a lot of fun sort of talking to you and uh, it was a good break for uh, me also some from all the sort of day to day rigmarole and uh, in a way it also helped me look back at our journey and feel a little more happy uh, about what uh, where we've gotten to and uh, thank you so much for having me on this podcast and i'm looking forward to uh, listening to more of your uh, episodes and maybe taking in some inspiration on my own also.